The correlation that I want you to have is that as you niche on the front end, this allows you to narrow and reduce the complexity of your business on the back end. The more broad you are on the front end with your messaging, with the number of offers that you sell, with the price points of the offers that you are selling, with how you package your offers on the front end, the more broad you are on the front end, the more complex it is going to be for you on the back end. The more you niche on the front end in regards to who you're targeting, the number of offers that you sell, the price point disparity in regards to your business model, the more narrow and less complex operationally it will be for you on the back end. Hello, hello. So today's episode, I want us to talk about the benefits and the downfalls of niching down as you scale your coaching business online. You guys hear me talk about this a lot. I think we see a lot of dialogue and conversation around this, around niching down. Should you niche down? Should you go broader? The different types of business models, offer structures, price points. And I think more importantly, as you're trying to grow beyond the multi-six-figure mark, you really have to start thinking about the decisions that you're making operationally in the business so that you can actually facilitate the growth that you want to experience. And I want us to have a conversation around being niche and going narrow and what you do on the front facing from a marketing offer position sales perspective, how that impacts the dynamic and the complexity of what you're doing operationally in the business, okay? The reason why I'm bringing up this conversation is um, I think that we are in a really interesting time period in the economy at large and how that's impacting maybe businesses individually. You might be noticing shifts in your cash flow. Um, you might be noticing an increase or potentially even a decrease in, in client enrollment or how clients are being responsive or maybe less receptive and responsive to your messaging and marketing. And when you start to understand the business cycles that are happening in the economy, you can start to understand how does your individual business play into the cycle that is happening at large. And when you can understand the correlation between your business industry and your particular business model and the offer that you sell with the economic business cycles that are taking place, it allows you to make much more, I think, strategic and competitive decisions to keep you relevant and to keep you competitive in the industry. And I think that's probably one of the biggest conversations that I see missing from online education and the online coaching and course creation space. Most business coaches primarily and only talk about what? Marketing, lead gen, launching, evergreen, sales calls, closing through direct message. And yes, marketing is really, really important when you're on your path to your first million dollars, figuring out how to generate sales, figuring out how to convert clients, figuring out how to attract and, and, and qualify leads. It's all very, very important. But I think something that is really important for you from a sustainability perspective, knowing how to get leads and knowing how to launch is only one part of the equation in your business. And if you look at a, at a company org chart, marketing is only one department. Sales is only one department. Your job as a CEO or one of your other roles as a CEO is also thinking strategically and long-term about your business, how, how you're designing the operations around the offer that you have created so that you can last beyond a launch, okay? 
A lot of the time when people come to us or when I talk to business owners, most of the time we think about how can we generate more money on the front end? I want to have monthly recurring revenue. I need to increase my cash flow. I need to attract better quality leads, right? Like I think those are all three problems that business owners are thinking about trying to solve for or paying coaches for enrolling in coaching programs for all the time. I made a new perspective that I want to introduce to you is, is that even though you are obviously trying to, you know, attract more leads, and, and make more money and stabilize your cash flow is starting to think about operationally, how are you designing the back end of your business to influence and increase what is happening on the front end? And I think a lot of the time we don't identify the correlation between these two things, okay? The correlation that I want you to have is that as you niche on the front end, this allows you to narrow and reduce the complexity of your business on the back end. The more broad you are on the front end with your messaging, with the number of offers that you sell, with the price points of the offers that you are selling, with how you package your offers on the front end, the more broad you are on the front end, the more complex it is going to be for you on the back end. The more you niche on the front end in regards to who you're targeting, the number of offers that you sell, the price point disparity in regards to your business model, the more narrow and less complex operationally it will be for you on the back end. And I think that is a really important correlation for you to understand as a business owner, as you are making decisions around what strategies and what methodologies you are choosing to deploy, invest in, and apply in your business, okay? The more narrow you are and the more niche you are on the front end, the more narrow and less complex your operations will be on the back end. The more broad you are on the front end, the more offers you have, the more price points you're selling at, the more people you're trying to target on the front end, the more complex your operations will be on the back end. And this is the biggest thing that I'm noticing right now is that because of what's going on in the economy at large, inflation rates are really high, interest rates are really high. People are having hiring freezes. There's just, there's, there's less disposable income moving in the marketplace right now, which is impacting a lot of small business owners. A lot of coaches and course creators are noticing a shift in how their audience is making buying decisions. And that's a really important thing. If you haven't noticed it yet, you might be on the other end of it. You know, every during every recession or during any any economic incline or decline, decline there's people that thrive and there's people that struggle during those time periods. But if you're noticing that your clients are, you know, like I said, maybe slower to make the buying decision, they have more questions before they're willing to make a buying decision, just their thought process in general around making a buying decision is changing, it's becoming more stringent, it's becoming more, you know, they're just slower to move. The Sometimes we think that we have an offer problem or we have an audience problem or we have a lead generation problem. And when you take a moment to actually dissect what's going on, you probably realize, like, again, the more broad you are on the front, the more complex things are for you on the back end. And when economic times are what they are right now, that complexity on the back end tends to bite you in the ass as a business owner. It eats into your cash flow because there's not enough happening on the front end to be able to sustain what's required on the back end. I don't know if I'm making sense right now. I hope I am. But let me try to continue explaining this. Because I just think that the more niche you are on the front, the more narrow you get to be on the back. And if you start to notice there is a complexity and or 
a reduction in cash flow, reduction in sales, or just a, a, a larger barrier, there's more resistance, there's more friction with your prospects than you are used to seeing. The biggest opportunity that I see for you is figuring out how can I narrow things and niche things down on my front end to reduce uh, friction and to reduce the complexity of somebody making a decision on the back end and helping them move that through. So what I mean by this, and this is something I'm noticing even with my clients, I'm noticing even with myself. Um, if you have been in a stage in business where maybe you've been able to get away with selling three offers publicly on the front end, you start, you may start to notice during economic downturns that that, that leeway that you had no longer is effective. That maybe if you were selling both low ticket offers and high ticket offers with success, 18 months ago, you might start to notice that that no longer is generating the same amount of conversions that was happening before. You may start to notice that before, maybe you were able to be a little bit lazier with your marketing efforts. Maybe you were able to be more generic in your messaging. And that might have worked six months ago, nine months ago, even 12 months ago. But you might start to notice now that that same level of like generic marketing, surface level marketing, you know, you've been trying to avoid niching down or being specific that that no longer is effective for you anymore, that you have to start making some changes. And I just think when we talk, when I talk to my clients about reducing their complexity of their operations on the back end, anytime that you reduce complexity operationally on the back end, it tends to increase the efforts of what you're doing on the front end. And again, what I mean by that is if you're selling three different offers publicly at and $10,000, you might start to notice that your conversion rates drop with all because there's too much complexity in your messaging and your target profile and all the complicated funnels that you have to make these things operate. There's too much complexity to make these make sense once, you know, from a cash flow perspective. And again, to reduce the complexity operationally, figure out, do I need to combine some of these offers so that I can reduce the number of offers that I'm selling? Do I need to now actually make the decision to niche down from a business model perspective? Am I going all in on low ticket, high volume? Am I going all in on high ticket, low volume? Maybe you have to make a decision around your business model so you can reduce complexity on the, on the back end to increase the efficiency of what you are, the efforts that you are putting on the front end. You might start to notice that you need to niche down your audience on the front end. Maybe before you were able to have really great success, kind of being broad in all the different clients and prospects that you were trying to enroll in your program. Maybe, you know, you could be really broad and be very generic about, you know, we just help you get a promotion or we help you grow your business or we help you with better launching or we help you lose weight. Maybe that was working before, but during economic downturns, what we are noticing is that, again, the complexity that, that I think, no, we're in a season. Again, this is just a business cycle. If there's any business coach out here trying to freak you out about, oh my gosh, we're going into a recession. You need to like put your fire suit on and be ready for battle. Just understand that business cycles are normal. There are going to be times where there are economic booms where pretty much you can throw a dart at the board and pick a stock and you will make money. There will be times in business where there are economic downturns. And I think the, the most important thing for you as a business owner, like the, the biggest thing that I'm noticing is this is where the rubber meets the road. This is where wannabe preneurs is going to be very distinguishable between entrepreneurs who are in the game. Who can survive past this business cycle of economic downturn? Who will survive through it? Everybody can't. And everybody won't. 
And I think 2020 was a real life example of that. Like every business owner did not survive through that economic downturn. And I think there's two things that you have to make a decision on when there is going through, like when you are experiencing shifts in the economy, you either have to identify, okay, what is the new problem that my audience has? How do I want to say this? Either you have to make two decisions. Either you have to make changes within the business or you might have, or you might have noticed there were changes with your audience and you have to figure out which one do I need to adapt to or do I need to adapt with both? And what I mean by that is, again, if you are, maybe you've been really broad in your messaging, maybe you've been really broad and wide with the number of offers that you sell. Maybe you have had a too wide of a range from a pricing perspective to be able to deploy really effective marketing strategies. As a business owner, you need to make decisions on where do we need to niche down? Where do we need to double down? And what do we need to pinpoint and how we are designing our business model to reduce the complexity operationally on the back end so that we can increase the efficiency of what is taking place on the front end of the business? The other, the flip side of this is what has changed with your audience? And what I mean by that is, again, we're really thinking about buyer psychology. What is influencing how somebody is making a buying decision? During COVID, my business blew up. And the reason why it blew up was because during COVID, many done-for-you in-person business owners had to change their business model if they wanted to survive because the world shut down, events were no longer happening, everybody was in a house. Wedding photographers needed another way to make money. Event planners needed another way to make money. Like done for you in-person speakers who were generating revenue in person needed another way to make money and they needed to do it virtually. And that's why our solution was really aligned with where they were at. The other people that thrived during that time period with other people who were supporting those individuals in the transition. Therapists who no longer can meet with their clients in person, guess what? We got telehealth now. And they were able to transition or helping people get out of their normal, you know, maybe introduce a new revenue stream by selling coaching and teaching other people. But now we're in this different economic downturn. And you have to really think about if I either I have to, again, make decisions on what I need to be doing from a business model perspective, or I need to be making decisions on how I need to be repositioning myself or better positioning myself in front of my audience. And the biggest thing that I want you to take away from this is that in either one of those categories, what's happening on the front end from an audience that you serve, offers that you sell, the price point that you're selling it at, and how you're positioning yourself on the front end, either you need to niche and narrow down on the front end, or you need to niche and narrow down on the back end. And niching and narrowing down on the back end, what I mean by that is making decisions to reduce complexity in how you are delivering your service and reducing complexity on how and on what you're actually selling will increase your effectiveness on the front end. It is like a direct correlation. So I just say all that to say, I mean, I think there's been, I've been seeing a lot of conversations around you know, Jay, I need, I need, the only way for me to survive right now is to go to evergreen enrollment, or the only way for me to survive right now is to figure out how I can get sales without doing sales calls, or the only way for me to survive right now is to introduce more offers at more price points, at lower price points, at higher price points, like just kind of like adding. And I think the, the thing that I see that is missing is that th- where you're trying to address a symptom without understanding what the root cause is. Shifting to evergreen enrollment or trying to figure out how you can sell more of your programs without having to do calls, like, or trying to figure out what is the new offer that I need to reinvent to help sustain myself through this time period. The thing that I I think people are not really understanding what the root cause of the issue is. And that's what I'm really hoping to try to help bring some perspective into right now is that 
regardless if you're an evergreen enrollment or not, regardless if you use sales calls or convert through DM or, or whatever, regardless of what audience you serve or what program you're selling, the biggest thing I want you to take away is, okay, one, understanding, okay, what is the business cycle that I'm in and how does the business cycle and the economy affect my individual business and my individual industry? That is something that every CEO should understand. You should understand what happens when like discretionary income of the average consumer, what happens when that increases and decreases as it correlates to the problem that I saw for them. Like that is critical, okay? Your program coach, is, your business coach is probably not teaching you this, but this is something that you need to be doing research on or starting to get a better understanding of. And if you are, again, if you are enrolled in leverage or legacy, I got you guys covered on Thursday. Outside of understanding business cycles and how your business plays in that economically, the other thing that we need to start thinking about is how can I reduce complexity within my business so that I can increase the impact of the efforts that I'm doing on the front end? And different ways that you might reduce complexity is reducing your expenses, making, and the biggest thing that you can do is make a decision around the business model that you are going to grow in and grow with during this season of business. And what I mean by that is, is are you going to go all in on a low ticket, high volume business model, or are you going to go all in on a high ticket, low volume business model? That's a really important question for you to ask. It's not to say that if you do high ticket, low volume, that you never, ever, ever sell anything that's lower ticket or vice versa, but it's just where do I want operationally majority of my efforts to be aligned? And what I mean by majority is like 80%. Because when you try to do both, and I'm like over here like fighting, when you try to do both, I'm like, come on, Mike Tyson. Like, I'm like, when you try to do both, you end up getting a black eye. Because most of us do not have the cash flow, do not have the capacity, and do not have large teams to be able to sustain both of those efficiently. The last thing I want to say is, is that by God almighty, y'all, if you are willing to niche down on the front end and narrow the complexity on the back end, you do not need to have a large team, a large, like, full-time employee, you don't have to have a bunch of staff to sustain the deliverabilities of what whatever you've promised your clients. Like I think a, a lot of the reason why people experience a lot of complexity and convolution in their operations, meaning that they're over, like if you have more than five full-time employees on your team, if you have more than three offers that you are selling, if you know, you are like, you have, you have to spend thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on tech and software. I can, and if you're making less than a million dollars a year, I can guarantee there is a decision that you have been delaying making, which is causing your operations to be very convoluted and, and like heavy. I run a multi seven figure business with one full-time employee. One, it takes 40, 80, probably 120 man hours per week to run my entire business. Hear me when I say that. I run a multi seven figure company that does damn near a million dollars in profit every year with 120 hours of manpower a week. So I'm one full time employee. I have one other full time employee and I have either project based contractors or part-time, few hours a week contractors. Why is that possible? It is because I niche down on the front end so that I can narrow the operational complexity on the back end. 
And I just, I, I want to share that with you because I think one thing that I'm noticing, again, you know, just paying attention to the industry, working with hundreds of clients is that sometimes we will start to add on complexity. We will go too broad on the front end, which causes complexity on the back end, which causes us to create new problems that aren't even necessary or needed in our business. Sometimes the decisions that we are making on the front end are creating problems that are not even like creating new problems that don't even need to be there because we're unwilling to refine our curriculum. The reason why you're unwilling, you're maybe having a difficult time documenting your curriculum is because you're trying to serve too many people, which causes you to need to customize the delivery, which causes you to have apprehension with documenting one specific framework because you're unwilling to niche down on the front end. Do you guys get what I'm saying? So you being unwilling to niche down and clarify a program promise is creating a chain effect of complexity that is unnecessary. When people are saying, oh my gosh, Jay, I hate doing sales calls. Well, part of the reason why you hate doing sales calls is because you don't know how to properly qualify a lead. You don't know how to properly qualify a lead because you're unwilling to make a decision around what your program promise is and the specific niche that you serve. So of course your sales calls are going to be a headache. You're having to adjust and customize the conversation from person to person. Again, back in complexity because you're unwilling to make a front end decision. I don't know if y'all hear me though. I don't know if y'all hear me though. Okay. Like the reason why you have to hire four full time people when you only sell one program, like the reason why you have to overstaff and have individuals manually fulfilling processes is because you are selling too much shit on the front end that requires manual individuals because you cannot streamline a process because you are unwilling to make a decision on how you need to niche in the front. I don't know if y'all hear me though. I don't know if y'all hear me though. A lot, a lot of the problems that we experience in business is, be, is, is, is due to us delaying making a decision on where we need to niche down on the front end. And that's just what I know to be true. That is what I know to be true. That is what I know to be true. So all I'm saying is I think now during any economic downturn, this is like the wake up call. If you've been on some BS or some foolery, Guess what? Your cash flow gonna make you wake up and start paying attention to something maybe you ain't been paying attention to before. The complexity with the type of clients you're dealing with gonna make you wake up. Like, I think anytime there's an economic downturn, that is a moment where it's like, oh, wait a minute. I might've been coasting a little bit. Maybe I need to wake up and pay attention. Maybe, okay, what decisions have I been delaying or what opportunities to make a concrete decision am I now seeing that maybe I did not see before? And this is, I'm speaking, I'm talking to y'all because I'm talking to myself. Like the same things I'm talking to you guys, this are, these are things that I've been thinking about. These are things that I've been making decisions on. These are things that I'm strategically planning for to keep my business competitive and in the game for the next 12 months, the next 24 months, the next three years. Like these are the things that I am thinking about. And I'm sharing this stuff with you. And again, if you're already inside of leverage, like we have you covered on this stuff because I just, and so much of what we talk about is knowing when to niche down, how to get the data and how to use the data from your marketing, from your sales, from your client delivery so that that, that data can inform your decision-making rather than you just guessing. And I think that there's a time and a place to test. 
And also, if you have, if you're in business, you probably already have some data to help, help influence how you make that decision. But this is why everything that I teach is like, you know, people always, I don't teach trends. And this is, I think, something else for you to think about as you're growing your business. We don't teach trends. We teach sound business principles that regardless if there's an economic boom or an economic downturn, the principles that I teach my clients is still relevant today and usually even more relevant. We primarily talk about video marketing and create using video to help, you know, grow your organic efforts and attract qualified leads. And secondarily, we always talk about really understanding how to get the data from when you are selling your offer and enrolling clients into your program and how to use that data, understand how to interpret that data to continue to make business decisions um, that will be in the best interest of your company, be in the best interest of the clients that you serve. And understanding that allows you to have and maintain competitive advantage. And most importantly, it, it gives you the I think it gives you the security to know how to survive during economic downturns in the business cycle. Like there are going to be times where you make less money in your business. You're not always going to be on the up and up. In a three-year period, a four-year period, at some point or another, you will notice that your income decreases. And you have to know how to survive through that. How do I plan for that? How do I project for that? And how do I make myself relevant during those times? That was the message that I had for y'all today. Y'all have a good day. Bye, y'all.